Hello, you're listening to the podcast, Every Tongue Got to Confess. It's being brought to you by the Zora Festival 2017 and Rollins College. And in this podcast, we look at the issues and dilemmas facing the 21st century. Robert Casanello, an Associate Professor of History at the University of Central Florida, and I will be your host for this episode of Every Tongue Got to Confess. I recently sat down with Dr. Scott French, Associate Professor of History at the University of Central Florida. Dr. French attended the 2017 Zora Neale Hurston Festival of the Arts and Humanities at Rollins College. The theme of the event was Communities Conference, Civic Conversations Concerning 21st Century American Life in communities of color. In the interview, Dr. French talks to me about the student poster presentations at the conference and discusses the importance of finding and preserving history in local communities of color. Listen to our conversation. Okay, Scott, I'd like to thank you for joining me today. My pleasure. So can you tell uh, people where we are? We're at Rollins College, which is hosting the Communities Conference, Civic Conversations Concerning 21st Century American Life in Communities of Color. And the reason I, I wanted to talk to you is because I know you've come down here with a, um, a few students who are presenting their research at the conference. So could you tell us a little bit about the uh, origins of the research project these students were involved with? I mean, this obviously was done through... Um, through courses that you were teaching. So what was your inspiration for wanting them to focus on communities of color? Right. Well, I'm a member of the academic committee of the Zora Festival, and we this year uh, instituted a graduate poster session, and of course with the theme being communities of color. Uh, I had taught several courses in which students had focused on community life uh, and, and over the past year and a half, they've produced some really interesting uh, and exciting new research. I wanted to highlight that. I wanted them to have an opportunity to present their, their work here as part of the Zora Festival Communities Conference. And so what would you hope to accomplish with, with, this, with this project? Well, each student um, had a, a research question that they wanted to focus on. And uh, so in a way, I wanted each of them to be prepared to share what they had learned with a wider public audience, uh, particularly an audience that knew something about Zora Neale Hurston and her interest in community life, her interest in documenting community life in this part of, of uh, the world. So the idea was for the students to take research they had done in the classroom, uh, present it in a poster format, and be prepared to talk about it with the participants in the Zora, Zora Festival. And did anything surprise you in this, in this process? Uh, some of the students did some worked on projects. Some of the students worked on projects that didn't have clear outcomes when they started. So one student uh, wanted to explore how the Paramore neighborhood in Orlando represented itself in uh, various uh, exhibits, uh, installations, and he didn't know what he would find. And in the end, what he discovered were really six sites that the community had. Uh, created to tell its own story. And I think what interested me about his work, and this was Ramon McPherson, 
uh, his work, uh, he was able to find a walking tour, a small neighborhood museum, a regional museum site. Uh, he was able to find uh, a high school, Jones High School, in the Paramore neighborhood, which had its own exhibit. And so for me, what was interesting, he was able to map that, document it, tell us the story of how each of these exhibits came to be, how they differed from each other, but, but also to map that. You know, one thing that I think is kind of interesting, and this is a theme we keep coming back to in this in this podcast series, is the idea of researching one's own backyard. And so, you know, I know you're more recent to the Orlando area than I am. And, you know, how do you – is this something you had done throughout your career or is this something you're finding now and, and enjoying? I've been doing this uh, – everywhere I go, I, I find myself um, obsessed with learning about the, the place I'm, I'm – discovering where I'm where I am right now the ground beneath my own feet and so when I moved to Florida Central Florida in 2011 I began to uh, investigate the communities the historical communities in my own backyard I live in Maitland and Eatonville was carved out of Maitland so I have a very deep interest in sort of the history of Eatonville's founding and in the ways in which its residents recorded that history and told that history and, and preserved that history. So Zora Neale Hurston is a very important figure in all of that, but so are others who have been part of that community. And I know you've previously researched communities of color um, for your own research, and yes. you've looked at places in the Mid-Atlantic, places in New England. Yes. How, how does... How, those experience and that research compared to what you're uncovering here? I think what's interesting about Central Florida is the role of uh, people who, who are not from this area who came to Florida and, and created the towns in this area. There's a really interesting demographic mix in Central Florida. You have migrants, basically uh, African Americans who migrated from Georgia and other places in the South to Central Florida to to uh, take advantage of economic opportunities and to to find to buy land. Uh, you have native-born white Southerners. Uh, you have Northern uh, capitalists and uh, wealthy snowbirds who come here to settle and uh, and take advantage of the climate. And so this really interesting mix. Uh, is what really attracts me to the history of this place. And I know from conversations you and I have had about uh, some of the research you've done locally, um, communities of color in Central Florida are not sort of isolated in a vacuum. They also have connections, you know, if not to other parts of the South, but also parts of the Northeast and Midwest. Right. I think that's part of the story some of our students are investigating are these uh, connections that, that reach out well beyond Central Florida, Florida, and as you mentioned, up to New York State, uh, New England. One of the things we're exploring is how to use new uh, digital mapping tools to tell those stories, digital storytelling tools, and uh, things like podcasts to bring the story out to a wider audience. We're trying to, to explore every possible way that we can magnify um, our own research and our own voices, and magnify the voices of the people that we interview, the people who are telling those stories and who are sharing their stories with us. Well, Scott, I'd like to thank you for joining me today. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Every Tongue Got to Confess podcast. Be sure to find the rest of the episodes by searching for us online and subscribing to us on iTunes.